Hi there, Richard Herring here with another bonus Rahala Supper recorded at the Sheffield City Hall just a week or so ago, this time with Sean Walsh. It's a doozy. It's really worth listening to. I think you're going to have uh, an interesting time. Talks very honestly and openly about uh, quite a difficult year for him of his own making, let's face it. Anyway, if you like these podcasts, why not become a monthly badger? You get all kinds of bonuses for your £3 a month which include a badge, two badges, in fact, a lovely wallet with a membership card with a secret code and emergency questions and all sorts of stuff in there, access to backstage videos, stand-up shows, other little extras we're putting out in there as well that won't be visible anywhere else, uh, also a advanced warning of what the guests will be in upcoming shows. Go to richhang.com slash gigs to find out about those. I've got gigs coming, coming Birmingham, London and Norwich at the moment in 2020, so do come and see those if you can. Uh, and lots more stuff as well. And also your £3 a month goes to making more podcasts. At the moment, we're releasing eight podcasts a month. Uh, that's pretty cheap, isn't it? £3. It's not as cheap as free. That's what I say. Why not just keep listening for free? You can also get uh, an ad-free podcasts uh, on uh, download from there as well if you don't like the adverts in in this podcast. But uh, let's sit back. Go to richhang.com slash gigs, richhang. Oh, go to gofasterstrike.com slash badges, in fact to find out about that. We'll go to richhang.com slash gigs to find out about the gigs. You know how this works. Let's sit back, relax, and enjoy Rahala Stapa with Sean Walsh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheffield City Hall. Please welcome a man who's wearing the same shirt as last week, but that's possible, right? Because you could have had it washed. It's a week. It's been a week. Please welcome Richard Herring. Hello, hello, Sheffields. Oh, hi. Yeah, no, you're as good as last week's audience. I thought you weren't going to be as good, but you're as good. Uh, welcome. Equally good, almost exactly the same. Please welcome. Oh, I'm here. Uh, uh, welcome to Richard Herring's Laminated Steel Transformers podcast. They love, they love steel here. Thought I'd change tack a bit, do a new podcast about laminated steel transformers because a laminated steel transformer core can carry a magnetic flux 1,500 times better than air. Don't need to tell you guys about that. Uh, it's laminated to reduce the interference with the efficient transfer of energy from the primary coil to the second one. I, I, I don't know why I'm telling you this. It's like taking coals to Newcastle, literally. But I was, um, I was hanging out in Division Street earlier on, and Jarvis Cocker fell out of a window, <laughs> pretending to be Spider-Man. Uh, as he fell, he said he calls it Rehelestabus. I don't know if that's going to... Oh, I've done my research, Sheffields. I know everything about you. Um, uh, and I've got some cutting-edge observational comedy for you now uh, from my week. Um, why did the singer of Saved by the Bell theme tune not set his alarm clock to go off earlier? That's what I want to know. That's what's been bothering me this week. I, I woke up in the morning, the alarm rang out warning, I don't think I'm going to make it on time. Set your alarm a bit earlier, mate. This stupid... That's what the alarm's there for. Might have been on snooze, but I don't think so. <laughs> yep, nailed that. Take that fucking, take, take that saved by the bell. Uh, talking of features this morning, my, we were watching Postman Pat. And my, my daughter was singing, my daughter's nearly five, and I was singing stupid words to the, uh, the theme tune, I think, but she went, uh, <laughs> she said, Postman Pat, Postman Pat. Everybody knows he smells of walnuts. Uh, <laughs> So it's brilliant. 
And then it was just, he's a really naughty man, is what she said at the end, over and over again. I think you might be Noel Fielding's daughter, don't you? That's, uh, that doesn't sound like, doesn't sound like my kid. Uh, so, my guest this week is probably best known uh, for, I would say, a disputable Wikipedia entry saying he's a suspected arsonist in the bill. Uh, <laughs> he also played Jesus of Nazareth in Little Crackers. That's why we're here. We want to hear all about that and nothing else. There's nothing else of interest to talk to him about. Will you please welcome the amazing Sean Walsh, ladies and gentlemen. Sean Walsh. Welcome. There's a, there's a microphone. Thank you. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? Good. Was that the bill? The bill. Is that not a, that's on your Wikipedia page, but not on the IMDB page? And I'm not sure the bill was going in 2007. No, I wasn't, I wasn't in the bill. You weren't in the bill. I also wasn't in family. Little Crackers. Little Crackers was yeah, real. Yeah, Little Crackers, yeah. Well, yeah. What else weren't you in? Um, I, I mean, this will Wiki- take a long time. <laughs> uh, it, the Wikipedia also says that I'm in Family Guy. Oh, does it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I did, that, that might have been taken off. I didn't notice okay. that. That's maybe true. I didn't spot it. Oh, well, you know, maybe one day you'll be in Family Guy. Yeah. What was, uh, what was like, Little Crackers? You were Jesus in Little Crackers. Ah, uh, that was a... With Caroline uh, Quentin? Yes. Have you done something else with her? Was that why were you doing something else with Caroline, or was that it? I, I di- did a sitcom yeah. called... Yeah. Big Bad okay. World. Okay. Yes, yeah, okay. I forgot. <laughs> uh, yes, and she was in that, and then off I met her on that, and then she asked me to be Jesus. Ah. Yes. She's nice, isn't she? she we've had lovely. Her on, we've had her on the podcast. You've been, she's been on this? She's been on this podcast, yeah, she's lovely. She's great. Yeah, nice. Ooh. She's got weird powers with electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like to be complimented. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, look. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm just working out what to talk to, talk to you about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. What? You grew up in Brighton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Brighton. Uh, from... You weren't born in, you were born in uh, Lewisham. Lewisham. Mm. How much research have you Loads of research. It must be I mean, awful. It is awful. Yeah. <laughs> Some of this has generally been upsetting. <laughs> I'm just thinking, coming up here, that poor man. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so L- Lewisham to Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. And what got you into comedy? Because you start. Did you mention me in your show? I saw a review of your show where you mentioned, because we did um, Argumental yes, together. Yes, we did. And you were the team captain. I dropped this Did you? Bit. Yeah, because I saw in a review, and I can't, did I say something like... Um, Do you know what you said? I don't know what I said, because it was only a joke, whatever yes. it was. No, I know, know <laughs> what it was. Yeah. And I actually dropped it because I thought, I think that I think this might be sort of vilifying you. Okay. And and I, well, I'll tell you what happened. It was just why I dropped it. But it's I, there's this bit in the show where uh, the last show that I did, where I, I say, "So why do Strictly come dancing?" And then I go through my childhood when I first wanted to be a comedian, and and then the sort of whole way through my career, which is, to my mind, been a sort of series of failures and things that didn't go very well. And I sort of give an example. Yeah. Of 
of like each show and how badly it went. And argumental was this show on on Dave, right? And and it was the first episode of, of this series, and you were on my team. And before I before I'd said a word, so I'm already really nervous, right? Yeah. Before I said a word, you just went, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> to me, and I was just like, oh, oh my god! And, and so, so what would happen in the tour for the show? Sometimes they would laugh, yeah. and then and then sometimes they would sort of go, ah, oh, as if yeah. you were being mean. And then how I softened it, yeah, and and got it to, got it to work every time was I I realised I needed to let them know that I was okay with that. So I went. So I, I just added, which is funny, but not what I needed, and that allowed yeah. that allowed them to laugh at you and not and well, not realise you were being a cunt. So. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah. Uh, it was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, you know, I but know. I from my from my perspective, like weird because I don't get to do many of those things. I, you know, I'm also aware that most people know who I was on those things, but I think like it was. You sort of, you see a young, you, you had a, quite a rapid rise to success, I think, really. You know, you started in 2006 and that was 2010. So you were a right. team captain on something pretty, pretty quick. It was too soon. Well, maybe, it, it, but, but also, from my point of view, I see, oh, this guy's doing well. He's super confident he can take this. You know, I'm not, I'm not. Yes. I didn't think it would. I, I, I would, I would hate to think. I thought I saw that. Thought, oh, my God, I hope I didn't really. No. Upset. Absolutely okay. not, and I and I, I know you were joking. And it was <laughs> it was funny. I'm glad we've made up. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Well, I didn't know there was a problem. Yeah. I read yeah. the review. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about it. I'd kind of forgotten I'd done the show. <laughs> but it was that that you had this. So you you were winning. You started doing stand up in 2006, and you won a few new act competitions quite quickly. Yes. And then you sort of got fast tracked by. I was guess you got a, a manager, and then and they kind of put you forward to things and. Yes. And in that way, I think, like, TV people are looking for kind of the hot young guy, the new talent, and, you know, guy or girl. Uh, and you were sort of in your 20s. Yes. And looked like a sort of... Go on. <laughs> cunt? No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. That was... Pop star, pop star. Pop star. You meant cunt. You meant cunt. <laughs> But, you know, so you've, you, you get, you, I think, you know, we, we, I think we'd met before then, hadn't we? Because we, I bumped into you in Shepherd's Bush a few times and stuff like we that. We did, was... we did a gig in, in Leicester and yeah. you kindly drove me home and you told Thanks. me something that I've, I've thought about every time I've been in a hotel since. Okay. Which is you started, do you remember this? You started paying for better hotels. Yes. Because of that experience you had at a cheaper hotel, maybe a travel lodge or something, yeah. where you used the shower and there was still snot on the curtain. Yeah, I mentioned that a lot on this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, haunted, it's haunted my life. Yeah, and it's worth spending another 20 quid yes. to stay somewhere where you all sleep soundly and not worry about bogeys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or being yeah. broke. I stayed in a hotel, like it was barely a hotel, in Lincoln once, where I'd, was, my car had broken down so I had to stay. And there was, it was like I was Jesus, you know, myself, like you were. Yeah. Uh, and there was no room in any inn, and I ended up staying in a hostel kind of place where the door had recently been kicked in <laughs> the lock. And the lock had been replaced, but the hole was still there. It, was 50, it cost £15, including breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't, we're not going back to the 1960s. It was, uh, it was recent. So that was a, that was I didn't really sleep that night with the sound of 
swearing furious men I in the did Cardiff Glee, which is a, a chain of comedy clubs, recently, and they put you in a hotel now. They've sort of downsized. It's called The Citrus. And I could hear the comedian in the next room, <laughs> I could hear every time she had a piss. <laughs> Lovely. That's all right. Yeah. I was once in the dressing room next to Eternal at Top of the Pops when I presented Top of the Pops. Yeah, I present Top of the Pops. <laughs> and I heard one of the girls from Eternal doing a piss while practising their song. <laughs> and I stayed and listened. Because it was beautiful. The song was good. I don't know which one it was. I don't think it was... Um, uh, what's that? There's the one who left. Louise. Louise, Redknapp. yeah. Yeah, Louise Redknapp. Yeah. 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 Do you still Nerding. look out for the snot? Do I still look out for snot? Because that's what I do. When I'm, do I, I get very paranoid that there'll be snot on the curtains where I look out for it every yeah. time. I don't, because now I stay in nice hotels. Right. And I assume, although in the hotel I went today, I noticed there was like hair in the bath, you know, which is fine. It's sort of fine. I was thinking about being the kind of person who would ring down. There's two hairs in my bath. Can you send someone up to... I thought it might be worth being that kind of person just to see what service you got for the rest of the yeah. time. Yeah. Rather than just turning the tap on and, and I'm not going to have a bath anyway, so it's fine. Pubic hair? No, I've been to the hair, you know, I didn't really go in forensically into microscopically and could... touch it. I didn't touch it. No. Someone else's, somebody else's hair was in my bath. Okay. I would, the first thing I'd, 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 I'd think is that a pube or not? No, That's I didn't the, think of that. You didn't. What would you do? What would, how would you react differently if it was, would you be happy? It was a hooray, happy Christmas. I've got some pubic hair of a stranger. It can weave it into my merkin. If... <laughs> If it, if it was a cube, I wouldn't have the shower. Yeah. And, but and there's a separate shower, so I can just ignore the bath altogether. Oh, fine. Yeah, I'm going to ignore the bath altogether. I just thought it'd be funny to ring down and say, excuse me, can you send somebody up yeah. to clean my bath? I didn't do it, because I'm not a prick. <laughs> but I just thought it'd be, funny, it'd be yeah. really prickish to do it and funny to do it. Some people would do it, though, right? Because you go, I'm paying whatever I'm paying to stay at. Have you heard that story... Have you heard that, that hotel story that, that went round the circuit? It's sort of it's legendary. You, you might know this. Go Stop on. me if you heard this. The, well, they probably haven't heard it, so we can tell oh, yeah, them. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, f I genuinely forgot you were there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but a comedian, I think it was in Dubai, and he, uh, he used the toilet in his room, number two, and it wouldn't flush. And he calls down to reception <laughs> just to say, look, look my, my, my toilet's not... Do you know this? <laughs> no. My toilet's not... My toilet's not, not flushing. And they couldn't understand English. <laughs> so he has to go down, embarrassingly, and sort of say, uh, look, sorry, toilet flush, not... <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not working. Still not really to quite understand. And they sort of gesture. <laughs> gesture, can you... Can you go and show us the problem? And so he takes this woman up to the the toilet, and 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 he sort of points at the the poo, and he flushes it, and it works. Ah, good. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I think, I, it, yeah, it rings a bell. <laughs> Wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> I've never, never performed in Dubai. Um, uh, it's good. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, you you got you got this sort of fire, you, and by your so in the show you're talking about this in your latest show, which obviously covers some other things, which we might go on to. We might not have time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's gonna build. I'm just gonna build up to it. I'm not gonna jump in straight away. It's gonna leave him thinking. Oh, he's not gonna mention. <laughs> Sorry, he's not gonna mention it. It's, just, it's over. It's over. Moved on. <laughs> Fucking. <hell. laughs> I'm going to be very sympathetic when we get to the actual bit. Yes, yes. But up until then, I'm going to make you squirm a bit. Um, <laughs> but it's that it's it's a it's the weird thing. I think when when uh, someone's good and of clearly talented and and gets spotted very early on and then and then thrown in the deep end a little bit in terms of getting opportunities. So that show your 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 view on it in the show is that you I've... you did these things that didn't. Yes, yeah, so I felt that. I, yeah. I felt that I wasn't ready and that I was too... I, I just wasn't... I mean, argumental, for example, it wasn't, it wasn't stand-up. I could no. do stand-up as, as I was doing it. I think... I hadn't... I, my first two Edinburgh shows were really poor. Right. They, they were bad, and I knew they were bad. And maybe if I had saved... Maybe if I'd left it a year and the two shows were one show, that that, that would have been fine. Yeah. But I really, I was still learning. Well, but you and are still learning. I think that's the, you absolutely. Know, you're you still, know. you're always learning. But I, 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 I didn't know enough, and I was doing too much, and I felt, I felt like I'd sort of, you know, been exposed. I, yeah. I, yeah. Well, argumental. I think you're exactly right. You know, I, I doing that. I did that show a few times. Like there was a few previous series before you, you did it as well. Yes. And I've done it a few times, and it's really difficult because yes. you're basically having to do write a, a new five-minute routine and argue something at the same time. And if you're a team captain, you've got to do that over and over again for lots of different shows. Yes, and all I was really rounds. doing at the time, stand-up-wise, was just, I don't know, you know, talking about not waking up before 4pm. It was that, Yeah, that was really all I had. Yeah. And then I had to go and make an <laughs> argument about, I don't know, global warming. And yeah. I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I actually had a panic attack during, there's an episode with Joe Brand, and I have a panic attack during reading the auto cue. Right. Because I'm dying on my ass so badly. <laughs> it's the, I think it's the first time I drank alone was during that series. Because right. I was so stressed yeah. that I would go back to the hotel and drink red wine because I couldn't handle it. Yeah. It was fucking horrible. I mean, it's weird because nobody really thinks about that. And, you know, and I think, I, even I don't really think, and you know, I know how stressful it is, I know how difficult it is. Yes. You can, and our, we were, you know, when I started, we were discovered pretty quickly and got onto TV pretty quickly and probably a bit too quickly. And, you, and I know how miserable I was through those 10 yes. years and how difficult it was and, you know, and how much you're thinking, I'm going to, tomorrow it's going to end and that'll be it, whenever, you know. So it's, it's... Yeah, I mean, you were, you are you were quite a drinker anyway. I think, right? It's fed. There's a lot was, of your stuff I is wasn't. about drinking, right? <clears throat> and, and there was yeah, there was one Edinburgh show that, that came later that was purely about yeah, sort of going out and because I was doing this show called Stand Up for the Week on on Channel Four, and then out and then outside of that, that sort of took up the week, and then outside of that, I was sort of going. I was in my mid twenties, so I was going out, and really the only thing. Yeah, Edinburgh was coming up, and the only thing I could talk about was the drinking, because that was the only thing I was doing outside of work. Yeah. So that's how that, that happened, and I, 
I regretted that because it, it just, I got, I got labelled with it. Yeah. And I couldn't, but I would do show like, you know, be the four shows on and people would still be sort of, I would do a show and not mention alcohol, but it would still <laughs> right. be in the review that I was, it was about booze. And yeah, I don't yeah. even mention it. It was strange. It, yeah, I couldn't get yeah. rid of it. You did a, I saw it short, he was watching a series where you did short films about, called The Drunk, right? Was that right? Was it called The I Drunk? I made a silent comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's called The, the Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. probably added to that. That didn't help me. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. There was that as well. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, it's good. It's kind of... It's a, it's Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched it, yeah. So it's, it's sort oh. of slapsticky. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. do a silent comedy and, I, and I, I, I thought the way to justify the sort of slapstick would just be if the, if the character was drunk. Yeah. That, that was it. Really. It's good. You were good, though. You were good at acting drunk or were you drunk during it? I was, I was yeah. acting. I was acting <laughs> drunk. Okay. Good. I've never had a drink before a gig. Have you not? Mm. No. Good, okay. don't do it. No, I thought, do you? Uh, I used to, but I've actually stopped drinking at the moment. I'm debating whether I'm going to go back to drinking. Have you done a show drunk? Have you ever yeah. got, you've got... Yeah, I mean, me and Stu used to drink in the second <laughs> half. So we'd drink from the <laughs> interval onwards and we'd have a drink in the second half. And I did, there was, it used to be at the Frog and Bucket, they used to, Jason Cook used to do a drink, a, a, a late night thing that was, that you got drunk and then they gave you shots during your, <sighs> during your set as well. It was I can't really remember much about it, but I, I, did, I do remember. I remember being like really rude to people in the audience, but them liking it. And I remember I did. I improvised something about uh, Judas that I can't quite remember, but it went down brilliantly. Like it was like a brilliant, you know, flight of fancy through alcohol. But it's not a good idea to do. Because yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. also, like, if the audience know that that's the the gimmick then it's sort of a bit different because they're going okay this guy's being pretty horrible to this overweight woman in the audience that seems a bit off uh, but if they go oh yeah but he's overweight and drunk himself this is okay uh, we knew what we signed up for um, but uh, yeah so it's, it's not you know because you want to you want to stay sharp as a comic and you need to be especially if you're doing stand-up I think especially doing stand-up in clubs and you have your audience I've done this drunk uh with who? Well, I've been, I've been, well, I used to be sponsored by a beer company and I'd have two beers and it was, it was quite strong beer, but just the adrenaline of doing this show with a couple of beers is too much. Oh. So, and I've had drunk, very drunk people over there. Some of them have not been seen on. <laughs> some of them are too drunk to show, but uh, some of them have gone through. That's really nice of yeah. you to not post them. Yeah. Well, but, you know, I'm not trying to make people uncomfortable or look bad. Only if they deserve it. Yeah. So it's um, only if they deserve it. <laughs> I think this could be the thing that turns it around for you. People are really, the, the sympathy is really shifting. Oh, that Richard Herring's horrible. Why has he been so nasty? Um, no, well, look, you, were, you did a show called Strictly Come Dancing. How did that work out for you? Because it's a risk, isn't it, doing... Um, it's always a risk doing a show like you never know what's, how it's going to go. Well... Uh, on Saturday, I was playing Pontins. Right. So it worked out great. Yeah, it worked out great. <laughs> so did, did, you go, did you go into Strictly? Because it's, it is, but like, seriously, it's yeah. a, with, regardless yeah. of anything else, it's a risk yeah. to go into a show like that, right? Because it's prime time. 
you, did you, you, I've sort of read you saying you felt, you felt like it was your last shot at making up for the things that hadn't That worked. was in the show. That was the yeah. sort of joke as I go through my, all yeah. the sort of errors of the career and then the, the, the punchline. Sure. And this was my, last, my one last chance to not fuck it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is you know, you, when any of those reality shows, I mean, it's not quite a reality show, but it turned out to be. But it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's you know, you're, you're, you're putting yourself out, out there and anything can happen. And, you know, something like the celebrity, I'm a celebrity... People could love you or they could not love you. And as a comedian deciding to do like a dance contest, that's quite a risky endeavour. I didn't think it was. Okay. I, I, uh, I, I felt like there was no... I wasn't really sort of doing much. Right. You know, and, and, and I thought, you'll get to learn how to dance. Yeah. That'll be fun. I actually wanted to do that. I yeah. thought that I, I, I sort of... I, I wished I'd gone to drama school... I thought that would be yeah, the performance ele- element yeah, yeah, yeah. of it, which I loved. And then, you know, it doesn't... It, it, I mean, I didn't know too much about it, but it didn't seem as if it was completely about the personalities of people. Yeah. You know, you can stay in if you're any good at it. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I thought, give it a go. What yeah. could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Um, yes, that yeah. was it. I, and you were good, man. You, were, you, you, you did well. The, fir- the first, the fir- you know, the first three weeks, it, it was, and I, you know, I say this on the show, it was the best three weeks of my life. <laughs> I was having the time of my life. It seemed, I was do- you know, that we, we did the Paso Doble and that went down really well and I really enjoyed it. It was the Matrix. I got yeah. to be like Keanu Reeves <laughs> and backflip through the air and... And there, and and people seemed what, yeah. I mean, but it was going well. Yeah. Like I tried to stay away from social media, but when when I did look, it was all, it was it seemed to be going well, and I was I was excited about the future. Yeah. And 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 then yes, and then it all went very, <laughs> very wrong. Yeah. Uh, but in the, you know, it's I it's sort of. All joking aside, it makes yes. me, it makes me kind of angry about it as well, right? Because I like you didn't behave in a, a good fashion, but right, but everyone's there isn't a person criticizing you who won't have done something along those lines, right? Who won't have kissed someone when they're drunk or won't have actually cheated on someone they're with. Everyone's done something like that in their life. I just don't believe that you know. If maybe my mum and dad haven't, but they weren't very critical of you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so like you know I just think there's this there's this sort of stupid double standards it's a stupid thing it's a like the, you know I, I watched the video the sun video where they caught you yes and you kind of go well what the fuck's going on there? who the fuck is filming these people down a sort of from some toilets or something it's like down a little alleyway it's it was kind down, of, yeah it was an alley and there's yeah. some building work that, actually it was just a street but there was some building work right. going over the pavement that created yeah, Andy. so it's like a grotty thing for them to be doing. So there's there's grottiness everywhere involved in it. But it's just that kind of I understand like in the heat of the moment why people kind of go, oh, I'm really invested in this show and these people these people have done something and it's upset me and you know. But it's also fucking hell, you know. It's a human. It's a human thing to happen, it, right? Yes, I mean, it, God, you know, I tried to not. I, you know, obviously, I knew this was going to come up but I didn't want to prepare anything yeah. I so I've not sort of thought it through I mean it's quite difficult to so I would say that 
you know, no one wants to hear me sort of stick up for myself, but I wish I'd stuck up for myself more. And I, I think I've served my time. You know, yeah. so it's been a tough year, like mentally. And, and I, I lost a lot out of it, you know, personally, but also, you know, job wise, I lost a lot of opportunities. And, you know, I, I, I think I probably did go through what I went through. I, I, I don't mind saying that it wasn't fair. Now, what I did wasn't right. Yeah. I appreciate that. I understand that. But I did not deserve, you know, and it wasn't just a tabloid thing. No. It, it was in the broadsheets as well. And it was online. I, I still, I look back, don't really know what I could have done differently. I had to just take it. And it was too much. I couldn't. It's still, it's still yeah, sure, by sure. the way, it's still, you know, I wake up some days and I feel okay. And some days I wake up and it feels like it happened yesterday. And it's really, it's fucking traumatic. Like yeah. I still have all the... And I'm not, I'm very conscious of going, God, do I look like I'm looking for sympathy and all that? I don't want to. I just, these are just the facts. Well, I think it, it's, it, you I, know, it's, what it is, is exactly that, right? You've, you've fucked, and no one's going to say, yeah, well done, that was great. It was a, it was a yes. fuck up. It was a fuck up, but then that shouldn't, you know, it's going, it'd be interesting to see if, you, if you, you can ever completely leave it behind, you know what I mean? There's, it's, there's always going to be that there, and it's just a mistake that someone's made, and, and, and you get this, these days you get this punishment that is, and, and because it's so public, obviously, and, 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 and right in the paper and, and, yes. and everyone's favourite TV show, it's obviously like a, a much bigger thing. But the actual thing you've done is just a human, drunken bit of stupidity for both people involved in, you know, in what you did. And it's a, just a kiss, you know, it's something you kiss someone. Yes. It's not, it's not the fucking worst, you know, we don't... You have to look at the Prime Minister and the President of the United States who seem to have done some worse things than that and yeah. are allowed to carry on with their lives. Yes, it, 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 it was just... It was... It was bizarre. It, it, it was just... And it was, i tell you what was strange, which I have mentioned, I think, on, recently on something, perhaps. It, but it was strange that your... How I phrased it, I think, was like your, your identity and your character not belonging to you anymore. I mean, does your character really belong to you? You know, no, people have their uh, opinions on you. But it was just being constructed by tabloids and, uh, as I say, and the broadsheets as well. And, and I was being sort of demonised and it was, it was so strange. Yeah. And all the, the hatred that, that would be chucked your way online and on the comments, pieces and, and stuff like that. That was weird, sort of losing that control of who you are was just taken away and you you it does affect me you know you in in, in london you're you're on the tube and i'll see someone recognize me and you just get so paranoid of what their idea of you is what which bit have they read do they care and you you're sort of living paranoia and yeah. fear not all that sometimes i forget but sometimes it just comes back it's very it's very strange because before i was always quite self-conscious about you know, being out in public, and I don't know if you have this. Sometimes, I'll, I'll, someone, you know, catches 
catches your eye and you think they recognise me. I get, I'm very paranoid. I sort of go, oh, they don't, they don't like me. They, they, you know, they don't think I'm funny. Oh God. And and that's yeah. normally what goes. Do you have that? Do you care? Well, I, I'm always of, just like, oh, they, 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 God, they don't like me. Fuck. They, I don't think I'm that paranoid about it. I just sort of assume that nobody knows who I am, and occasionally I'm sort of surprised when they do. I think, yes. because, I think, but you know, it's sort of a weird thing because my I'm sort of under the radar a bit. So people who recognise me generally quite like me. Like when we were on TV, I know I do know what you mean. You know, but it's yes. like, so like most people don't. If you don't know, you know, most people don't know who I am. So I, I absolutely can live my life. And once a week, someone will go, "Hey, I really like your podcast. Or I like that thing you used to do. Or I'm listening to you right now on my podcast, and you make this weird." Um, but it's lovely. You know, but that's that's well, that's nice. If it's Very once, nice. you know, so like I can live my life, and I'm not. But like so, right when we were on TV, there was one time. When you know, and you suddenly go, oh, this is exciting! Like two million people, you know, not many people in that time, but two million people was quite a lot of people watching the show. Amazing. And I remember one time I was walking down central London, and some guy went, "It's that guy off the telly. Let's get him!" And it was a group of guys. <laughs> and then you go, "Fuck, uh, okay." And then I'd, all I could do was I just kept walking and hoped they weren't going to get me. But I thought, you know, they. My, you know, if they go, come to get me, they're going to get me. I'm not going to run away. So uh, they, they didn't come and get me. They were just dicking around. But, they, you know, you saw that that, that, and that was 1995. So there was no internet. There was no way of people getting in touch. People would write to the BBC if they didn't like you, you know, which is, so you'd get 10 letters a week going, how is this show on TV, you know? And, and the BBC would, the BBC would, you know, you would laugh and you'd all just laugh and you'd get, print yes. them up and give them to each other and, you know, and laugh at how stupid it was that people were upset by this stupid thing you'd done. <laughs> so yeah. it didn't get you in that way. So I think, with the, I think with social media now, the access is so immediate. People have a knee-jerk reaction. They see someone's down or they see someone's done something wrong. And it's just a deflection. It's like, the, that's what gets it. It's everyone else going, oh, fuck, there's this other guy who's fucked up. If I go at him... No one's going to notice all the times I've fucked up. I just don't believe that, you know, let's say 75% of people will have done something along the lines of what you've done, um, either kissed someone they shouldn't have kissed, done, been with someone when they have in a relationship or the other person's in a relationship. They haven't been caught on film. You know, I mean, you, you were drunk, I guess, and you were dumb, and you should have realised that people might be following you around. Oh, well, but, of course. But, you know, that's what's, that's what's even more... That's why it makes it even more gauche and... And uh, it's just that this is clearly a moment that you just had where it was something, it just got out of hand. So, like, for, that could easily have not been caught on camera and no one would have known about it and who knows what would have happened, but maybe nothing. Yes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe something. And also, I just feel like, you know, from the stories I hear about Strictly, there's quite a lot of stuff like that going on, right? So there's quite a lot of... Well, I mean, that, because that's, it's a that's very the, it's that's, a, that's public, isn't it? Yeah. Every 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 series. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't come people. through as well, right? So there's people in a you know you're doing something very intensely in a, in a with a big focus on you, and it's a very physical thing with with another human being. You're going to get close to people, right? That's that, and everyone gets very close and very friendly at least. So this is just you know you've gone one step too far in what we've seen. <laughs> but I just, I just don't think it. You know, I just, I can understand why it's a big deal at the time, and I can, I know, I, know, I understand what. But I, it's, I think it's admirable that you're taking it um, head on, and that you're not going to go. You know, some people would go, right, that's it. I'll just give up. This is too much. I'm going to give up. But then, what do you do? You know, you can't, you can't. You'd have to go and live somewhere else. Well, I wanted know? to, you know, obviously, I wanted to give up at, at you know, certain points, and. 
But but I I I, I don't really know what else to do. No. So I I I, I had to just carry on trying to do stand up, and I, I you know I made it all into uh, a show, and I, I made it a rule actually um, recently, post post Edinburgh to not mention it anymore, right. and that's really helped me. Yeah. In fact, you know because people. People would say, oh, I'm doing the show and it's about, it's about the seven days, really. It, yeah. It's an account of the seven days that followed um, the photo. And people say, oh, that must be really cathartic. And it, it was cathartic for the first few goes. Right. When it was, you know, when the material was still fresh and I couldn't believe that they were laughing because uh, I'd never, you know, I'd never done a story before and, and whatnot. So... But then it, when it got to Edinburgh, and I was doing it every night, and I act out... So, so what happened, or one of the things that happened is everything got to me so much that on the Friday, um, I, I was put up in this hotel, right, because the paps were outside my flat. Right. Like loads of paps, and the paps would run off with my bin bags and stuff like this. So it just wasn't, you know, a good place to be. So we got this like a sort of secret location, this hotel, that was in Notting Hill, that the paps, you know, they wouldn't find me there. And on the Friday, I'm sort of feeling okay about things, right? And, uh, and then I, I, I'm in my hotel room, and I, f I turn on Have I Got News For You, and, uh, and there's, just one, there's just one joke. All it was, what was it? It was uh, Richard Iwodi. Oh, that was it, and it was a sight gag. So it's a picture of an empty, um, a, empty a clear diary. And the joke was just that Sean Walsh's diary for the next year, 18 months. Right. Right? Yeah. And it's fine, it got a laugh. But, but so, that was the... And, and as I say in the show, I've not done the show in a while, so, but it's a real account. Is It was the first point that it, it, it occurred to me that I might not be able to do stand-up. That hadn't really occurred to me that, yeah. that week until I heard this joke. And, it, and I thought, fuck, is this all over? And I had this sort of panic attack in my hotel. Well, sort of. I had a panic attack. But I was used to having panic attacks in, from my 20s. So I knew, I knew what it was. I just knew breathe, water. And I went for a walk. And I walked through Notting Hill. And it was Friday. And as I was out, so it was busy, I realised this, this is the first time I've been out in public since that photo. I've not actually been out in public yet. And, and I thought, fuck, I didn't, I, was, I didn't know how famous... I was in this week. Did everyone know who I was? I, I started to really freak out. And obviously, I think everyone hates me because I'm, you know, social media and all these articles. So I'm like, fuck, I better get back to the hotel in case someone calls the paps, then they find out the hotel. So I go back to the traffic lights at Notting Hill Gates. And then I have a panic attack that's so extreme. I've never had a panic attack like this before in my life where I start screaming and I fall into the road. <laughs> so I'm in the road in Notting Hill screaming. And all these people gather around. I turn around to try and cover up my face in the, in the road yeah. so that no one can take a selfie. I'm just, you know, I'm having this, ah, but this... And I'm trying to stop screaming, and I can't... I'm sort of out of control. I know what's happening, but I can't stop doing it. These guys, these two people pick me up, and they put me in their... It was a Tesla. They put me in they, they went, Sean, we know who you are. We don't think you should be out here like this. Do you mind if me and my wife pick you up and put you in a car? And I'm like, please get me a fucking car. Please get me a car. And they put me in the back of this, this Tesla. Yeah. And they, and they take me back to the hotel. And the, 
Next day, I had to do the Charleston in front of eight million people. <laughs> so I would act out that I would tell that story and I would actually act out the panic attack because I, I thought it would be dramatic. Yeah. And obviously it ended with, a, it, it, it had a punchline that I didn't want to do now. And, um, but doing that every day in Edinburgh, it fucked me up. Right. It really, I, I was really not enjoying it. And, yeah, and yeah. It, it was not cathartic at all. It really was not helping. So when Edinburgh finished, I thought I've got to stop. I'm just going to try and not mention. So I won't do any opening gag. And if I get heckled, fine, I'll go with it. But, and I'm just talking about Hoovers and Uber, and it's so much more fun. Yeah. It's, been, it's been lovely to, 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 for the stage to be a place to escape again. Yeah. Do you, have you ever done that show? You know, a lot of comedians will have a show about uh, a, tra you know, a traumatic time in their yeah. life, maybe the passing of a relative or something. Have you done that show? I mean, I, I've done stuff where I've been through a lot in the shows. Um, I have always found it... I've, you know, I've always found it actually quite useful to work through like the depressions and it just, it's been breakups and that yes. sort of thing and going a bit mad and talking about going a bit mad <laughs> in a comic way but I've actually found it quite you know I found actually doing the show has helped me um, you know therapize myself and, and, and make oh. it work in my mind really but I don't but I see I don't you know nobody thinks you know I don't think people think of the reaction right to whoever whenever anyone's done anything wrong and like again I just think this isn't good but it's not anywhere near the worst thing that anyone's done and like you know I don't think it should be a career ending thing which it hopefully is not a career anything it seems it's not a career anything which is good but it's yeah it's it, I've, you know I've not been through anything like like that but I just think it's interesting here you talk about that from your point of view and and to get that 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 the pressure people that is put on people who've made mistakes is when it's that many people on one person, you, you don't think, oh, that, you know, it's, you're becoming the, the internet, the social media, are, are having a go at people for bullying or whatever they've done, and then they're bullying the person that, you know, they're, they're being just as bad. So Sometimes I just don't love like the hypocrisy you, of it. You would, you, would, you would get a bit piece of a, a, abuse on Twitter. Yeah. And I would look at the profile... And their profile would be, uh, you know, big supporter of mental health. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> Just call me an, a nasally unfunny cunt and told me to blow my nose. <laughs> and you're a supporter of mental health. <laughs> but, you know, that's it. I mean, the, the people, we've become hypocrites, and I think we all become hypocrites. Hypocrites would be not to say it. As a comedian, you know, something like this will happen and you will... You know, you'll know that other comedians will be making jokes about you. And you well, know. I just the, the WhatsApp groups, <laughs> yeah. the amount of WhatsApp messaging there must have been. Yeah, must. Have. Yeah, you know, comedians are going to make jokes, yeah. and, that's, and that's. But you fine. know, you don't you don't think you don't think about that that effect. I think I think generally people on on social media don't think that they're being uh, that they don't understand they're being as bad as whatever they're they're complaining about. And sometimes they're not. Sometimes the thing that they're complaining about is worse. But I just feel. You know, and I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not defending what you did because I don't think it was no, the right thing I'm to not do. Obviously uh, but it's. Uh, but I also think, look, fuck, we've all fucked up in relationships. We've all, you know, I've. If someone had been following me around with a camera and seen all the things that I've done and the people I've hurt and the times, I mean, I've been hurt as well, you know. But it's, it, you just think, and and I just think, if you think about that yourself, if any person thought about that, they go, oh yeah, I wouldn't really like that moment to be 
put on the front page of the Sun the day after it had happened. <laughs> you know, it's that that's an incredible uh, pressure. That, to put well, that's on this my, you know, that's my that's my fault. And uh, you know, you take you you sort of you know you have to take responsibility. I take responsibility yeah. for that. But you know, what I can't take responsibility for is then w what is then where that goes, you know, and, and, yeah. and how you're sort of demonised. I can't, that, you know. I, that, that. But I think it does, you know, it moves on, it moves on to the next thing, and it will be, you know, it will, it, it's fading, and it will fade out, and then some, you know, well, you've got to do something worse, and then people will forget about this. <laughs> I could, like, run over a kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd do if I was in your situation. <laughs> it would completely go away. But you know, like, but people, it's sort of weird because something like saying that, at fucking Anne McPartlin crashed a car into some, someone in a family and, you know, and was lost some work out as a result of it, but we've forgiven him, we've moved on. Could have killed a kid, yeah. couldn't he? That would have been bad, wouldn't it? For... <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I can give you some and advice that... on worse things to do, is what I'm saying. If you, if you want to. If you want to. That. But no, it's well. I think it's very interesting to hear that side of it, and I think it's when you know, as a comedian, I think you you know you will find a way to get through. I think that's I, th I find that interesting that you you know that yeah I think that you that the show <laughs> got to you as well, and that it's but it's it's such a thing to work through. You're not gonna you've been to therapy, right? You've been to therapy. I am in, yeah. of course, in therapy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You ha you have you have to. You can't go through that. Yeah, and not sort of get help. It's yeah, fucking mental. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's it's a it's a yeah. The show was good. Though. I was really. Yeah. I was. I mean, it's not like you know. I rather obviously it all didn't happen. But I was. I was proud of the the work, and I. I. I uh, it's. I think it got. I a couple of good reviews, but the audiences seemed to like it on, yeah. on the night. I don't think. But I think it's about you know. But then it's it, it's it, it's a more. It's a gr more grown-up show, isn't it? And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's yes. about something. Yes. And I, th I, that's what I found with my stuff when I've been working through something. People, I think, like to hear really what the, what people like to hear, and what I like to hear from other comedians is that yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I did this because we've we've all we're all putting on this pretense, and we're all you know everyone's got something. Oh, what if that what if that thing comes out about what I said about this person or what I did this person or you know I kissed that person I did this. Everyone's thinking that. They live their whole lives worrying about some little indiscretion being found out. And so I think to see someone go through it, someone be able to joke about it, and maybe turn it into a more positive thing. If it's, you know, if, if it's, it's, you know, it's helpful to people. But I think we, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've heard this guy called Jesus, but <laughs> we live in a Christian country, apparently. Like fucking forgive, forgive people, don't judge people in case you're judged, and you know fucking be forgiving to people. People are sorry. I think, I think if people are sorry, we should. What what happens now in the world? I was people, very people, sorry. People, yeah, I, I, but you, know, you were genuine. But people who aren't sorry get away with it. That's the thing. So people who aren't sorry, Boris Johnson, Donald Trump, not sorry, are allowed to fucking carry on because they haven't. If you go, look, I fucked up. I'm really sorry. Oh. Cancelled, off you go. <laughs> it's literally, that's exactly what's happening, you know, and the people are just going, no, no, I didn't, no, didn't do it. Got it on film. No, well, that's not me. <laughs> you got you recorded saying that you'd rape women. No. Just that's locker room talk. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. Anyway, let's... Um, Where got, do we go from, from that? We'll get, we'll, we can get back from that. Uh, this is it. I've, I've interviewed Ricky Wilson. Anything's fucking easy after that, mate. <laughs> You've got to release that. You've got to release it. Special edition, Christmas Day. <laughs> He's happy for it to go out. Um, uh, let's ask you an emergency question. That's what they're for. But thank you for sharing that. Um, the stress has got to me. <laughs> Have you ever tried to suck your own cock, Sean Walsh? That's that. See, look, that's... Does, does everyone get asked yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Just... Yeah. Have... This could be on the front page of The Sun tomorrow. <laughs> Man kisses his own penis when he's in a relationship with someone else. Um, yes. You gotta go, you gotta go. How'd you, yes. how you get on? I, 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 I can't believe it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really remember it, but I think I've... Yeah. I can't believe I'm telling him room. I'll be honest, just going to open up, the, be honest. Yes, I, I have, and I, d I don't... It, I mean, it didn't work. It didn't was, work out for no, you. No, it didn't, no, it okay. didn't work out. That's unfortunate. So do they know whether you have or not? I, I, they, yeah, if they go trawl back through. I could, I could just get, I could get the end. I, I could get to the end. I, no! <laughs> I haven't tried since I was 14. Yeah. I don't think I could do it now. Yeah, yeah. Let's try now, that'll be yeah. nice. Shall we give it a go? <laughs> We're not filming this one. Come on. <laughs> Come on. For the encore, Richard is going to suck his own dick. Yay! <laughs> it's got to the fucking stage now where I have to. Once upon a time, one of you lot would have come and done it for me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Uh, let's see, I'll try and find one that isn't about. Um, <laughs> I've never seen. I've not, honestly, when I was writing this book, you know, there were there were times when I just had to write something down. I've never seen this question before. It's seven two five. What is the largest vehicle you've driven? <laughs> Good question. Let's find out what the answer is. I found out backstage you can't swim. They, these things come up. Yeah. What's the largest vehicle you've driven? Oh, can you drive? You can. No, so it must okay. be a. So it must be a. Dodger. you thought of that that came out um, I'll tell you what I, was, I, I want to talk to you about I, was, I should have talked to you about this before uh, it would have made more sense but I was watching one for the road the is this just a one off oh, yes. documentary right 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 yeah because it should be a fucking series right of you going around the, the Scotland the Hebrides and the Shetlands yes and you're being filmed doing a tour after you've done the O2 and you've done this is like from 2016 or something, is it? We're just doing, yeah. We're and you just and your doing sport actor going around doing tiny gigs in Scotland. Yes, in the Highlands. It's fucking weird. Yes. But it's brilliant. Oh, good. 
And it's oh. really interesting. I just would like to... Thank you. That's... It felt, was it all genuinely real? real. When, when I saw that bug and I yeah. freaked... Yeah, because there's a bit real. where he sees a caterpillar on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking freaks out. I lose there's, it. I'm there's absolutely... a caterpillar literally that big. I mean, I might now ask what's the smallest creature that has terrified you to other people. <laughs> like, they have to stop the car, get out. <laughs> the support act who's driving him around in the front. He's been ferried around. It's very honest. And then he had to go, oh, it's just a caterpillar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, what had, this is really, this is really, this is so, this is beyond stupid. It's that they saw this caterpillar and, and it really freaked me out. It was moving in a weird way. Yes. But I, for, I, I basically forgot about the existence of caterpillars. <laughs> so can you imagine if you didn't know and you've never seen a caterpillar that would freak you out. So then I'm going, ah, yeah. Mark goes, it's a caterpillar, and I go, oh yeah, I forgot about those. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. yeah, it's such a weird thing to choose to, like, it's so, it's a weird thing to do, because why are you touring these little village halls anyway, when you're playing the O2 as well? So that's odd. No, but I wasn't, no, but I've never played, no, I've never played the, I've, well, I've you did big deal okay, at okay. the O2. Okay. I, I couldn't okay. fill the O2. But so why did they decide to film this? I don't tour? really know. It was really my idea. It's really interesting. I mean, I think it's very honest. It's very like there's bits I thought, is that like you lose your voice? I do lose yeah, my voice. And then you have yes. to go, but you still have to go to the dance <laughs> where the gigs are on. It just felt like this is a sketch because, like, you go, you, you had to take a ferry <laughs> to the island where your gig was going to be because that's where your hotel was. Yes, even though I wasn't doing so. Show. Then you had to walk around this small town, and people going, "Oh, we can't come and see you." No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not well. Okay. Well, you, you but you've turned. You fucking can't. turned up to the town, eating chips, <laughs> eating chips in the street. <laughs> The most bizarre thing I've ever seen. <laughs> then you go to Loch Ness. It's brilliant. I would I honestly want like six part series just following you around. You go to, you go to Drum the Drocket, and then they go, the, your sport goes, Oh, you're staying, we're staying in a five star hotel. And you go, Oh, this yeah, I don't really like this kind of thing. I don't, why are we staying here? And they get up and they film you going into the thing and they go, Oh, can we have your name? Go, you know, you're not. I, you probably, you're. You're probably looking for the the Lodge Hotel. This is the Something Lodge, and you're looking for the Something Lodge Hotel. So you have to go <laughs> again. It's just like this... All sorry. these errors. You've not seen... The, yeah, sorry. It's called One for the Road. It's on yeah. YouTube. You can watch it. It's just, yeah, it's a short documentary following yeah. me on the road in the, in the Highlands. <laughs> I did you not really do any gigs? <laughs> Being scared by caterpillars. They're eating chips. <laughs> Best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Honestly, is there more footage? Because I will edit it together. I will. I'll spend the rest of the year going through it. I mean, you, did you have a say on what went into it? Because you don't come out of it for that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I, I did. After that, I did. I did. Say, can we do a series where I I'll like do the same in Norway yeah. in Africa? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing I've seen. Oh. 
best thing I've seen for a while. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there was a ba- there was a bad review of that that said it was a, a poor rip off of the trip. I think right. they thought it was. I mean, I just thought they can't be scripted, but <laughs> but also it can't have happened. It's sort of hinterland. This is somehow neither fact or fiction. It's a new genre. Oh, oh God! Sorry. Good. Oh, yeah. Someone goes to the toilet and says, "I've had, I've been drinking wine." <laughs> You go, oh, you don't have to tell me what you're, what you're pissing out. <laughs> it's really, it's good, it's good, but it's also, you don't see much of, like, that's what a tour's like, right? It's going, yes. I mean, like, that's what, it's going to a place and having to move the chairs around yourself with the support act. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and being in a hall and no, no one really know what's coming up and going somewhere. There's a bit where you go, there's, you know, there's nothing going on in this uh, whole island and only 20 people are here. <laughs> yeah. Like, people have gone, you can see him or do nothing. And you go, I'll do nothing. <laughs> that's yeah. But that's what being on tour is like. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah, we had to put out the chairs ourselves, didn't we? Yeah. Oh. I have to watch that looking. You're walking, you got lost in a river, across a river. <laughs> You're on tour. <laughs> you got lost. You got on a walk and got lost and couldn't get across a river. You take your shoes and socks off and wade across. And then you're going, oh, it's cold. <laughs> You've come across very badly, Sean. Isn't it? It's, uh, it's very bad. Everything I do. Oh, God. It's good, though. Um, Dude, it's worth watching. I've, I've told you all the good bits. Oh. <laughs> You've told them everything. That's. <laughs> I've told everything. <laughs> That's it. I watched it in the they, car on the way out. They listened to the audio book. <laughs> You've made an audio book of my documentary. <laughs> what I should have done, I was watching in the car, I should have got someone to film me watching it and then put that out as a documentary. <laughs> this is what it's like. Please. Please. This is what it's like on the Rehalistama tour. Please. Please. Could you, like, hound him on Twitter? Please make him do a goggle box of watching my documentary. Force him to. He won't unless you force him to, please. Will you do that? Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. Seven of do them. Okay, great. <laughs> oh. And, uh, oh, oh we, I haven't talked to you about the extra N. So you spell Sean S-E-A-N-N. Yes. After Stip, the bloke who plays Stifler in American Pie. Well researched, yeah. yes. He's a big hero. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I was... 15, yeah. uh, American Pie was my favourite film. Yeah. Stifler was my favourite character. Stifler's played by Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott has two ends. You the want second end is born. Why stop at two, though? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, I, if it was me, I thought, well, he's done two. Let's see, let's ramp it up, see what happens. Three ends. Three ends. I mean, I'd try, try three. I? I, would, I wouldn't go jump to five straight away. I'd try three. <laughs> See how people respond. You go, Sean, that's S-E-A-N-N-N. And S-E-A-N-N-N-N-N. I'll do it. I'll see if Try someone... I'll, do it. I'll see if anyone notices. Yeah. I'll change it. Yeah. I'll double down. Twitter double down on the ends. To three ends. Yeah. Three ends. Yeah. Okay. It's boring, isn't it, that American Pie, Stifler, and... I think people are expecting something more interesting. Yeah. And I think people think that's the... the, the I mean, not American Pie is very good. You're saying the story. Oh, I love story. American yeah, Pie, yeah. yes. But the, the, uh, the follow-ups to the, the American... The, 
the ones that aren't American Pie, some of them aren't as good, though. I've watched all of them. What, even like American Pie Boot Camp? Yep. You've, no, I've watched, you I watched American Pie Boot Camp. I get obsessed with watching... You watch the spin-offs. I'm watching at the moment. I'm watching I, a programme I fucking have come to hate, and I'm determined to get the end of it, How I Met Your Mother. It's dated so badly. I never saw it at the time. There's nine fucking series of 22 episodes. I'm on series five, episode five. It's the same every week. <laughs> Doogie Howser MD's in it, and he thinks he's brilliant at comedy. He's fucking shit. His character's awful. His character, like, now would be seen as, you know, if, if this show should be Me Too'd. He's basically... He's basically trying to just trick women, stupid women, to have sex with him. Um, and writing a list of all that. It's incredible. Uh, and, uh, you, you he, and he overplays everything. He overplays everything. He thinks he's being subtle, but he overplays everything. Uh, but I want to get to the end of it. Because I'm fucking so far in now. What? <laughs> think of all the time I've wasted. I've watched five series of it. I can't give up now. It's, it's like Brexit, mate. You've got to fucking see it through it. Just got to get it done. Get it done. Get oven, re- <laughs> oven ready. Yeah. Oven ready. How I Met Your Mother. So I, I like watching. I like what I, I watch all of Adam Sanders' films, and I hate most of those. Not The Wedding Singer. I, I'm not interested in his early work. I, I'm only interested in the stuff subsequent to those early films that were good. In the Wedding Singer, yeah, uh, he 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 kisses uh, Drew Barrymore. They practice the her wedding kiss, yeah, which is a bit inappropriate. They practice that, and 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 Drew Barrymore's sister or cousin in the film says that he he, he was a really good kisser. Right. So when I was a teenager. I would watch the kissing scene in The Wedding Singer and then practice right. trying to copy Adam Sandler's yeah. kissing. I think we might have found a way out of your problem. That you <laughs> <laughs> Retrospective, we can go back now. Go, oh, no. I was just practicing the kiss from the wedding. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I... Oh, God. Imagine if you tried that. No, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I used to yeah. try and kiss, kiss like, like Adam Sandler. Robbie Hart, yeah. played by Adam Sandler. Wow. Do you want to <laughs> should, should we, should we try? Do you want to... No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not married. Hold on, fuck. Uh, so, what was I thinking? Um... <laughs> Um, and yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, so I've watched all about American Pie, and there's what there's one where it's like the it's the next generation where it's Stifler's little brother, and they find uh, a, his book of of how to seduce women. Have you seen that one? Oh, no. American Pie. I want to say the Book of Love. Any experts of American Pie in? No, literally nobody knows this film apart from me. It's not none of the. I don't think. I think the the eyebrow dads in it. Is this the book? Is this the highbrow dad? The highbrow dad's in it. That's it. That's the only person that's in it from the American Pie films. At this all. is the book from the first one that teaches. They uh, find they've hidden the book. There's a book of all the yeah, cunnilingus and everything. Though, but I think it's more, yeah, it might be more. Than, I can't. I can't remember the whole details of it. I can't believe I remember that I watched it. But I watched every American Pie film available, and none of them were as good as American Pie one. That's my. That's my recommendation. If you're going to watch American Pie, the first one. (laughs) 
But even that's troublesome in the Me Too area, right? Because they're all watching that girl in the, on the video, aren't they? There's the girl undressed. Oh, yes. That's not on, is it? <laughs> I remember thinking at the time, oh, no, that's uh, inappropriate. <laughs> They'll probably get into trouble for that. I just watch it. I'm just watching that again just to check. Yeah, it is what I thought it was. Oh. <laughs> um, good. So you're doing a new stand-up show in 2020, which we can re we can talk about now if you want. Well, no, all that is, is because that was meant to be an extension yeah, of, of the this previous one. show, and you've got fed up at the other. But previous I don't show. want to do it. Okay. So I'm just do I'm doing. I'm, I'm working on new stuff. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm I'm just gonna do a. Like a greatest bits. Okay. To, 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 to sort of make up for not doing the sure. show I was meant to do. Okay. But I'm writing, there's, it'll probably be a mixture of the new stuff and, and yeah, yeah. just a chunk of each show. I'm quite paranoid that people think that's lazy, but there's just not enough time, I don't think. I'm trying to. I did, but I also think, I mean, I did, I did, I did a best of show, admittedly, after. You did do a best of show. After. 18 shows or something like that. Uh, but, uh, no, yeah, well, you know, I did, because some years you think, well, let's, you know, I, I did it because I think I, think I, I, st I started doing stand-up, like, in the early 2000s, and then people sort of started paying attention in about 2010, so I thought, oh, I did a couple of shows again, and I thought, also, there's loads of great routines that, you know, I'd like to roll out and, and see if I can do them better as well, 15 years on. So it was, there's, I think there's... I think there's no, you know, there's no, Jimmy does it, doesn't he? There's no, there's no harm in doing a best right. of show. I think it's if if it's labelled as that. I just yes, and, it, and yeah. it is, and I, I just didn't want the, I just didn't want the, I just wanted to relax. I didn't want the pressure after the year. Yeah. I then didn't want more pressure of trying to, you know. Yeah. It's but people can come and see that 2020. This is going out very soon. This podcast, so you can properly. It's very unusual for me. I'm months ahead. Usually. And what I'm going to do is now I'm going to play uh, the documentary One for the Road. <laughs> you should do. That's, that's all you it's going to be. And I'll just introduce put, it. Just put it on in the interval. It's only like 25 minutes long. Yeah. Stick it on in the interval. Say, so go and have a drink of <laughs> wee or watch this baby. Yeah. That's a great show. Yeah. You could sell little caterpillars to people after the show. Show what you're... <laughs> it's so small. It's not even, you know... You're, whatever you're imagining, it's smaller than what you're imagining. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> Well, it's been really lovely to talk to you. I will, uh, let me just, let me... Has, the, has this been... It's been good, I like think. The, uh, like, like, the, like the others? Yeah, it's just... really like, it's the same as Ian McMillan's one. It was exactly the same. <laughs> 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 it's a bit embarrassing. I think that's why the audience go, this is... We've talked about this a lot with Ian. <laughs> but, you know, they, they, no, they... It's only the people who came last... Shit, who came last week. Um... If you could, I'll ask you, I'll ask you this question, because I'm interested in it. I'm interested in your reaction. I think this is an interesting question. If you can have, you can go to any art gallery or museum in the world. It doesn't have to be anything swanky, okay? Like, it can be a museum. You're allowed to take one item home with you out of everything that's in the museums and art galleries of the world. So it can be a painting, but it can be an artifact. It can be anything from anywhere, and it's yours. What one thing do you, I think museums should allow you to take one thing home every time you visit. They don't. <laughs> I would like that. Uh, I'd like the Sutton Who helmet. I've decided. I've changed my mind. You know, the big Sutton Who. I fucking love that helmet. Is there anything you'd like to take from a museum and, and own, uh, or an art gallery? Maybe. 
Do you know you know Ghostbusters two? Yeah. You that's know, not a, you know that's not a museum. No. The, okay. <laughs> you know. Um, would that well, there must be like a film museum? Yeah, I bet there's something. But, what would you like from Ghostbusters two? You know uh, the painting of Vigo. Oh yeah. But that's going to be somewhere at, at the end. Yeah. When Vigo is has then turned into the four Ghostbusters holding the baby. Okay. You'd that. like that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I reckon I can get you that. I reckon I can get you the original of that. Yeah. That's a very good choice. Do you know the one I, mean? I do, yeah. Is yeah. there any specific reason why that's the one thing out of every work of art in the world <laughs> that you'd like to have? And Ghostbusters 2 as well, man. It's not even Ghostbusters, it's Ghostbusters 2. Don't slag off Ghostbusters I'm not going to slag it off, I'm just saying it's not as good as Ghostbusters. Yeah. All right, fine. And it's shit. No, oh. don't, please. <laughs> Better than any of the American Pie yes. follow-ups. Yes. People don't like my American Pie material. I'm surprised they haven't, <laughs> people haven't got more behind me on the American Pie. Is there something happening in Sheffield with American Pie? Did one of the people from American Pie come here and do something terrible? Like, Why have you brought that up? Remember when Stifler ran over all those kids? <laughs> in Sheffield. Just drove a Dodger into primary school. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, be- be- well, just because you said something like a painting, and I thought, oh, yeah, painting. That's, and I, pa- that's your favourite painting. That was, that's my favourite painting. <laughs> yeah. True. Oh, man. You're weird. I've got, yeah. I've no, I got, like it. I love it. I really like it. I've got a giant poster of Vigo. Yeah. In my flat. Have you already? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would go nicely with that. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Do they not do a poster of the the end version? No, they don't do it. I know. I reckon we can get... I honestly think 300 quid. I reckon we could get that. <laughs> <laughs> Just honestly, I don't think it'd be much. Might not have been that much. I'm going to get that for you. Thank you. Can make that my life's mission. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, over the the backlog of, of, of the, this podcast, yep. if you were to recommend one yeah. to me... Which one would you recommend that I that's that tricky, I, isn't it? That I listen to. It's like choosing my favourite child. It's my daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by Miles. Uh, <laughs> I think. Oh, I mean, I think Bob Mortimer, maybe. Oh, good. Sure. Um, though uh, both because the but Greg Davis ones are very good, but both of them are good. So you know, I can't choose one of those above the okay. other. Okay. Fine. Um, but yeah, Bob Mortimer. It's very good. Uh, and that's a recommendation for you at home as well, if you're listening. At home. And here as well. I mean, don't start listening to it now. That might be... <laughs> There's people watching your fucking documentary in row three. You know, it's only good. That's only better than what we've got. Well, look, we're going to have to wrap up. Uh, but it's been... Thanks so much for talking so honestly uh, and openly about that. Ladies and gentlemen... Thank you for having me. Massive round of applause. It's Sean Walsh! See you in Hull. Come see me in Hull. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to Rahalastapa with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Sean Walsh, with three N's. Thank you to Pest for playing this music. I'm indebted to Sheffield City Hall for having me. They were lovely. Thanks for your fantastic support and welcome there. Uh, Brilliant staff as well. I love you all. Thank you to everyone at Go Faster Stripe. 
Thank you to everyone at ACAST, British Comedy Guide, and everywhere that you can download this beautiful podcast. I'm in debt to my series producer, Ben Walker. The tour manager and producer of this show is the amazing James Hingley, James Bollings, as I like to call him. And uh, this is a fuzz. Go across a stripe and Sky Potato production. Uh, for all your Christmas present needs, please head to GoFasterStripe.com. You can not only get all my DVDs and downloads that are available, including Fist of Fun uh, on the uh, one DVD with both series and lots of extras, uh, and also all my stand-up shows and much, much more, plus my books, Emergency Questions, and other stuff like that. Uh, plus there's brilliant DVDs from loads of other fantastic comedians. If you can support Go Faster Stripe, that would be a wonderful thing to do. They are managing to film brilliant comedy shows from people who wouldn't get DVD deals anywhere else. GoFasterStripe.com. You can buy all three emergency questions books for £20 while stocks last. You can also, of course, get Rahalastapa Trump Card Game. It's a playable game. Brilliant cartoons of my 30 or so favourite guests. Um... Fun for all the family. There might be some swear words in there. Be careful. All right. Take care. I love you. Bye. Happy Christmas. Oh, not yet. Bye. Nearly though, isn't it? Bye.